There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Jen is very excited and naked Batman. <laughs> it's about time. Also, Avril Lavigne writing a, a hit song about Lyme disease. I'll explain what that's all about here in a minute. But first, we begin this hour's e-news with Maroon 5 this morning. Yeah, it's not official, but pretty much everybody on the planet is reporting that Maroon 5 is heading up the Super Bowl halftime show. Yay! Now, the band is not commenting, and all the NFL will say at this point is it's a Super Bowl tradition to speculate about the performers for the Pepsi halftime show. We are continuing to work with Pepsi on our plans, but do not have any announcements to make on what will be another epic show. Hmm. February 3rd, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It's on the Super Bowl. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I just cannot accept all of the advertising names for these stadiums. Yeah. They're just not fun anymore. No. <laughs> and Mercedes-Benz, I mean, how lame is that? Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I bet it was something really cool before they named it that. Well, they did something like that in Tampa where they had a, a sports venue. It's a million years old now, but at the time, it was a venue in actually St. Petersburg called the Thunderdome. They named it the Thunderdome. How right. cool is that? And the lightning played there. That the Tampa Bay cool. lightning played there. Live right. at the Thunderdome. The Monster Truck Show at the Thunderdome. Right. You know, Justin Timberlake at the Thunderdome. It just yep. flows. It sounds badass. Yep. They sold the naming rights, and then it became Tropicana Field. How lame is that? Where the uh, baseball team plays. It's right? not as and bad they... as some of the other ones, though. Tropicana. Tropicana yeah. Field. It's not even a field, guys. <laughs> it's, well, it's where the... Did, they never it's an did indoor build stadium. A sta- they never did build a stadium for the baseball team, did they? So no. that's where they play. Tropicana but I mean, it's, field. it's basically U.S. Bank Arena in right. St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had... And then when they moved the, the hockey team downtown Tampa... They played at the Ice Palace. How cool is that, right? A cool, cool name, right? The Ice what Palace. What is that now? It's in Tampa, but it's the St. Petersburg Times Forum. Forum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound very funny either. Annoying. No, it doesn't. So you're not a fan of Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Uh, but that will be cool to see Maroon 5. I mean, it's got to be so hard They're for awesome. them to choose the what... Because you've got such a wide range of people watching the Super Bowl. You never can make everybody happy. Mm-mm. Because you've got the country music fans always feeling like they aren't being represented unless you have a a country music artist playing. Right. 
And then you have anybody under the age of 40 wanting somebody like Maroon 5. Yeah. They're so they're really really good live though. I've been to I've been going to their shows since they were playing that little mm-hmm. little venue up in like Dayton, Ohio, where it was like in a neighborhood. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of it, but their shows are very entertaining. And what's his name? Adam Levine runs around like a maniac. I mean, good you'll en- you'll enjoy that. And then you got the people over seventy going, "Who the hell is yeah. Maroon Five? Of course. <laughs> Can you guy? bring back the Rolling Stones? No, there'll be people going, <laughs> "Oh, that's that guy from that singing show." The yeah, voice. oh, that's. But true. see, maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll have Adam Levine with Maroon Five there, and then they'll add oh, in. Oh, they'll bring the Blake in. Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson, Gwen Stefani. Oh, that would be cool. Maybe that'll happen. That'd be know. something. That'd be fun. Avril Lavigne. God bless her. She just released a new single called Head Above Water. First time she's released a song. It's been five years. Has it really been that long? Music from her. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It could be the first hit song ever about Lyme disease. Does she have Lyme disease? She did. Don't you remember? She had it really bad. You can get cured from really, that? Really, really bad. No idea. Oh, it ain't easy, but yeah. Yeah, much of the new music Avril wrote for her upcoming album was based on her battle with the disease, mm-hmm. which got really bad. And this new single, uh, Head Above Water, she said, I had accepted death and could feel my body shutting down. Mm-hmm. And my voice. I almost forgot what an amazing voice she has. Yeah. Um, I like that a little. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Um, She said, I really felt like I was drowning. Like I was praying to God. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For him to help me just keep my head above water. That's uh, how bad it got. It's a horrible, horrible thing to uh, have. That just makes me not want to go outside ever. <laughs> Well, keep an eye, you know, if there's a rave, you get bit by a tick and there's a ring around it. That's Lyme disease. Oh, wow. Catch it early. Really? You're in pretty good shape. But yeah. when it gets to the point where people, they're Walking having to run a bazillion a tests to even figure out and confirm that that's what you've got, you're in for a ride. Wow. How do you know? Like if, you, like if you start have, feeling symptoms, have been bitten oh. by a tick. I mean, do they bite Looks you? Looks like a bite, you know. And then fall off your Bug body? Mm. They can. Or, I mean, if you find a tick that is... On is you. embedded, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to take, you got to remove it the proper way. And make sure you get the head out of there, and then if there's a circle around it, that's Lyme. So oh, get to the doctor. Jacob had a form of uh, he had a tick-borne disease called Bordetella, and we knew it because he had these what looked like stretch marks on his hips, except they were purple. 
Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And it's like we had his doctor that's up in the Northeast who treats a lot of Lyme disease. Look at it and go, that's Lyme. And he was on some heavy duty antibiotics for a while and some other naturopathic stuff till those things went away. Yeah, that's crazy. It that is, is crazy. Scary. It is crazy. But it's something, you know, people got to be aware of. It's out there. So here we go. Batman, we have known forever that he is Bruce Wayne, right? We are about to be introduced to all of Bruce Wayne. DC Comics has a new division called DC Black Label coming out, and it's for more mature stories. First title is called Batman Damned, and it includes full frontal nudity from Bruce Wayne. Does it really? Yes, it does in a comic book. The story is that the Joker has been murdered, but Batman can't remember if he's the one who did it. So the occult detective, John Constantine, tries to help him get his head on straight. After there you go. he takes a long shower. Right. That, that, where, do the, where does the nudity come right. into that well, storyline? Batman's in a very bad place, you see, Tim. And apparently, that's why there's a scene where he's just walking around buck naked. He's in a why bad does, place. Why does that indicate bad places? I, I well, you know, don't you walk around naked? <laughs> yeah, and I'm when usually you're in, in good a great places mood. Yeah. bad places. I know. I was thinking to myself, like sometimes I go to a bad place, but I see myself <laughs> naked. Like, like, I don't understand what's going on with this. When you're a little lost, dazed, and confused, and you can't decide what pants to put on, yeah, you just wander around naked. And then I look at myself, like. That's mm-hmm. the, the noise I make when I shake my arm fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good enough to shake your arm fat. You have to give it a character voice. I do. I totally do. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> was that inspired by anything specific? No, I just literally, that's what I think it should sound like when you shake your arm fat. It should go. Because when you see it, you'll see women love yes. to do that. You know, like this. And I have a tank top on today, so I can fully show you when you go like this and you go. God. Yeah. Every woman knows exactly, exactly what yep. you're talking about right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, just when you thought Ticketmaster couldn't screw you any worse, we get this. It turns out they actually help scalpers scoop up tickets and sell them to you at inflated prices. Does anybody do anything the honest way anymore? And I should qualify that by saying allegedly, of course. But I can tell you this. Undercover journalists from the CBC News and the Toronto Star posed as scalpers at a live entertainment convention this summer. And they say the Ticketmaster tried to involve them in the scheme. Here's how it works. Again, allegedly, (laughs) the scalpers buy tickets with bots supplied by Ticketmaster. And then they resell them for more money at (laughs) TradeDesk.com. TradeDesk.com is owned by Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. So Ticketmaster is making money off the same ticket twice, allegedly. <laughs> Ticketmaster does have a buyer abuse division that supposedly tries to head off scalping, but a company rep at the convention told the journalists that they turn a blind eye to abuses by trade desk users, you know, because they benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Ticketmaster's official response to that report. 
They say, as the world's leading ticket platform, representing thousands of teams, artists, and venues, we believe it's our job to offer a marketplace that provides a safe and fair place for fans to shop, buy, and sell tickets in both the primary and secondary markets. Well, you know, you go to buy tickets on Ticketmaster and it will show up. Uh, you know, they list, they'll list right there, you know, secondary sellers. Resells, right. uh-huh. they're called. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. That drives me crazy, too. Maddening, isn't it? I it do really miss, is. like, a, to totally sound like an old lady, but I'm like, I miss standing in line at Kroger. You know, you had to be there mm-hmm. early. You could be first in line. That right. was some cool stuff. And by the way, if you'd like to purchase tickets to our Q102 Bosom Ball for Breast Cancer, you can go directly to the Madison Theater in Covington at the box office there, and uh, you won't get charged any fees. Mm-hmm. Just pay the ticket price, $35, and the money goes to benefit the American Cancer Society and Susan G. Komen. That is your latest e-news for now. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.